Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Lovability Show. Uh, it is a, a kind of overcast Friday in uh, Dallas. Um, I'm waiting for everybody to jump on here, so I'll keep an eye on. Uh, I'll keep an eye on our count. Um, welcome. And I've missed you guys. I feel like it's been weeks. Um, everything's been switched around with going every other week, and then I switched to Valentine's Day, which then put me another. I feel like a week behind. So. Here we are with a buildup of a lot of uh, a lot of topics. So um, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of little things. So rather than doing one big topic today, uh, and it's just me and you, so rather than one big topic, I'm going to do a bunch of little topics. So uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to kind of we're kind of kind of cover a lot. And it's one of the reasons I want you guys on there because I want to, what I call hot topics are things that are happening now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my allergies are really bad today. Things that are happening right now that are interfering with you guys finding love uh, or getting in a relationship. I mean, it, it it's my life daily. I mean, as a coach, as a matchmaker, I'm seeing things get in y'all's way every single day. And whether you're a client of mine or not, I want everybody to find love. I mean, I do. Uh, ultimately, this is, you know, why I'm in the business. So um, so having said that, um, let me know you guys are here. So start commenting. Uh, let me let me see who's online here. Um, I can see a few people watching, but I don't know who you are. So say hello. Um, so first and foremost, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about dating in different cities. Dallas is definitely different. I know every city is, and every city has its own challenges. But for my audience in Dallas, and I know there's quite a few of you that tune into the show that are, it's different. I mean, we, we can't lie. When I first moved from Atlanta to Dallas in uh, 2001, oh my gosh, it's like been 20 years. Um, uh, hey, Colleen. Um, we, uh, I, I couldn't understand when my clients would come to me and they would say, no, dating in Dallas is different. The guys are different. The dating scene's different. I didn't believe them until I've gotten really into this over the past uh, couple decades. It is different. And there are certain trends that are going on here and certain ways we need to navigate them. Uh, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, Barrett. Um, Barrett asks, is online the only way to date now? Is people are uh, people really do not talk to one another anymore in public? I know it's crazy. Um, my mom was telling me about going somewhere shopping, Ziggy, the other day. 
and uh, she was in line, and she was standing behind a woman, and a woman put a box between them. She actually took a box because she thought, thought my mom was too close to her and put a box in between. I mean, that is that is the state that, that so much of this world is in right now with separation, and it is sad um, that we are in this place, but, but people are starting to get out again, Barrett. I don't know. I don't remember where you live, but in Dallas, people are starting to get out again, and it's fearful as many of you are about getting out, you have to. Um, you absolutely have to because online dating can't be the only way. I mean, it's it's got its major, major limitations. Um, but we can start there. I mean, it's a great place to start. If, if you guys are online, which I know many of you are, uh, it's not the only way to meet people. It is, it's very limiting. Um, the, the online dating sites, I, people always ask what the best one is. I don't know because it changes. Uh, one week it's, you know, um, Hinge. One week it's, uh, one month it's Bumble. I don't know what the best dating site is anymore. But I do know um, how you're showing up to the dating site is going to make a difference, um, at least somewhat. Uh, you know, I, I was just talking to one of my clients uh, a couple weeks ago about the kind of guys she was attracting online. So there are ways in which you can um, you can control a little bit more about what you're getting online. Um, obviously, with a site like Bumble, you have a lot of women. You have a lot of uh, leverage that way. Uh, but number one is making sure that your pictures and your profile accurately describe who you are and what you want. I mean, I'm, and I, gosh, I just I just put an article up about dressing sexy and how um, online it's it's perceived horribly. Um, people lose respect for people. They look down upon people. They think they're not as intelligent. Uh, dressing sexy now isn't the thing. Uh, people are more into emotional intelligence at this point. Uh, they're more into uh, people that are uh, emotionally healthy and ready for a relationship. As a matter of fact, I was reading something recently about therapy, that therapy used to be a sign that something was wrong with people. Now it's almost a prerequisite. People want to know if you've gone through therapy and if you're healthy. So a lot of that is flipped too. So healthy is in. Um, sexy is out. Um, and, and when I say that, it's because people are looking for love now, um, even online. At least the people that are looking for love, you know, that, that are looking for you are looking for a certain type of someone online. And if you portray yourself in anything other than trying to get somebody's attention by posting sexy pictures, that goes for you guys too. Um, that if you're if you're posting overly sexy pictures, then you wonder why you find guys that just want to get you in bed, right? Or shallow women that are just looking for attention or to get a free dinner, guys. I mean, you have to, you really have to think about these things and what message you're sending out online before you get online. And that also uh, goes for, uh, hey, Cindy, uh, that also goes for, um, uh, Cindy distracted me because she sent me a picture of some really sexy dress before this. Um, but but uh, but but you you have to be very intentional with what you're writing and what you're putting out there. And and ladies, I'll say I know men do it too. Men lie about their age too. Let's just 
throw it out there. Guys lie about their age online just as women do. I think men tend to lie about their age more and women put more filters on their pictures where guys can't, I mean, guys can't even tell what they're getting. And that's a point of contention with online dating. If I asked a guy, most any guy, 99.9% .9 of the men, if I said, how's your online dating experience? You know, are you finding anybody you like? They, or what is your major pet peeve? They would say filters. Ladies, stop with the filters. They want to know what you look like. I mean, authenticity is in. They know if you're, you know, 50 to 60 years old, you probably got a wrinkle or two. It don't, don't blur them all out and erase them and blur your whole face where you can't even see your features. You don't want to do that. You want some to see who you are um, because the the hard part is is when they meet you face to face and you don't look as good in person now they're disappointed so you're setting yourself up for disappointment on a date how about if you look better than your picture right um, so that's super important and and you know I'm gonna I'm going to roll with this because I think this goes for online or offline. Here's where you guys are really, really, really getting it wrong. And I'm sorry, but you are guys and girls both alike. Um, and this is not just for guys. Ladies, you're doing it too. Quit judging on looks alone. You're missing out on some of the best people by, by uh, as a matchmaker, I can tell people, You've got to meet this person. They don't take great pictures. They're really amazing in person. You're just going to have to trust me. Luckily, my clients do. But you're not going to have that online. You're not going to have somebody going, oh, they really are amazing looking in person. Most people are not photogenic. I mean, that's just... It, it, I know many of you watching that are probably sitting and watching thinking, I'm not photogenic, you know, but, but many people are not photogenic. If you haven't been behind the camera much of your life, you don't know your best poses, your best sides, you know, how to smile for the camera. Most of, most of your pictures aren't going to turn off very well. Best to get some professionally made by a good photographer, not glamour shots. I don't even know if glamour shots is still in business, but you guys know what I'm talking about with glam, glam shots. Um, but get some professional pictures made that look like you, that portray your personality. I know it's something important that we do in matchmaking is making sure that our clients have good pictures. We want to capture that something about our clients that, um, that somebody's going to meet. There may be, it may be a, I always say it may be the way somebody's eyes twinkle or their smile just completely lights up a room. Those kind of things that whatever's special with you needs to be captured in your pictures. So find a good photographer and and whether you're, you know, again, online dating or you're just using them for your social media, it's really important to put your best foot forward. Um, having said that, um, having said that, it's also important that, you know, this social media thing, you guys put so much emphasis on this in dating. I know as a matchmaker, I'll get people sometimes when I'll send over a profile and they'll say, well, do they have a social media site? You know, can we connect on Facebook or Instagram? No, no. You guys should not be like, um, what is the word? A stalking each other's social media sites. So I've heard people say, well, they get to know me better. They get a picture and a glimpse of my life and who I am. 
And I'm going to tell you, well, Ziggy's, Ziggy's growling back there, but I'm going to tell you that's not the best thing because sometimes what you think is your life and the best thing, and it's so exciting and awesome, and they're going to love my page, and they're going to love my pictures, and they're going to love who I am, they may not. And it, it can totally work against you. What were you, what were you growling about, Ziggy? I was, I was going to say that, that's a, that, that uh, it's a good point. Uh, social media is not the best way to get to know someone. Yeah. Uh, it's the best way to get to know someone uh, the way that they want to be seen. You're not necessarily getting all of the nooks and crannies of a person's personality. You are getting a very glossy, glossy portrait. Yes. And you should be aware of that if you're getting on someone's social media and looking at it. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, you're getting the best of the best. People can portray themselves to be whoever they want, whether it be on social media or whether it be um, online. You know, I was just telling Ziggy, I just got Netflix. I'm a thousand years behind. I'm a dinosaur. I get it. And um, I was watching this show called Inventing Anna, which if you guys haven't seen it, it's amazing. But it is all about that. It's about this woman that invented herself. She invented this whole world, this life, this history, made everybody believe she was something she wasn't. And this happens every day. On some level, this kind of stuff is happening um, all the time. And the truth is there years ago before we had social media, if you wonder why relationships worked better before all this technology, is because people weren't so distracted. They didn't have so much information in front of them. Um, you know, you go on a first date with somebody and they know everything about you. Women like to do background checks on people. Um, and so they may know your whole history. I just had a I just had a girl message me and uh, she was telling me about a guy that messaged her online who had a wedding ring on, another guy who um, who had like, I don't know, $8 million in debt, like debt that she was able to find online through background checking. I mean, but people are looking and if the more information you give them, the more they're going to look. Now, if you have secrets like that, you probably, you probably shouldn't be dating or be disclosing that up front. I don't know. I don't know how you do that, but um, that's not really something anyone wants to take on. But um, but having said that, full disclosure, authenticity, all of that's super important, whether it's online or offline. Barrett says either you've experienced a connection with that person or you not, so you do not worry about hooking everyone because either a connection is there or it's not. Uh, I know a couple marrying at 74 this month, they reconnected at church. Yeah, we, we were talking about online dating, that you're missing the connection, and you are. Uh, by the way, if you are doing the online dating thing, here's the rule. You meet somebody, you should be discerning enough where you're not meeting 10,000 people and having to go through so many profiles to get to the one that you like. When you find somebody you like and you've chatted a little bit uh, back and forth, you set the meeting within 24 to 48 hours, if you can, after you meet them. S but set up the date right away. Within 24 or 48 hours, step forward, guys, and set that date up with the lady. Number one, it's going to impress her. Number two, you get it out of the way. You're, she knows you're not hiding anything. She's not hiding anything. You guys get to, you don't have to do the long online chatting for months being pen pals uh, prior to meeting each other. So super important that you act upon that. 
Um, so Cindy says, red flag. We should never be, Jim says, we should never be attracted to the way a person carries themselves. Wait, I'm sorry. We should be attracted to the way a person carries themselves and treats you before you're attracted to anything else about them. Absolutely. We're, we miss the big picture when we just look at looks. Number one, I did already talk about photos. People don't take great photos. You never know what you're really going to get. A lot of people that don't look good in photos will surprise you in person, first of all. Second of all, as Jim said, there's so much more to somebody. It is about common values. It is about common lifestyle. It's about a connection. And that's ultimately what we need to be going for. Here's an It's another point that I was going to talk about today is is we need to be working for that connection. It's so, so important that you get that if somebody doesn't, it doesn't matter how pretty you are, how good looking you are, how sexy you are, how smart you are, um, how much you know, how great your stories are, how funny you are, none of that matters if there's no connection made. How do you make a connection with somebody? By number one, having a conversation with someone, which goes both ways. Talking, listening, talking, listening, two-way conversation. Uh, I know so many times people go on these uh, first dates and one person is vomiting up all kinds of information about themselves. Or ladies, um, you're really, really good at asking guys 8,000 questions. Um, I've, I've actually, because I get the joy of feedback after dates, so I get to talk to both people, and I can't tell you how many times the woman's gone, I don't like him. He's a narcissist. All he did was talk about himself the whole time. Um, and Or they could leave out the narcissist part. But he didn't ask me one question about me. All he did was talk about himself. And then I talked to him, and I'll say, so how did things go? Well, it was good, but I don't know much about her. All she did was ask me questions, one after the other, after the other, after the other. I hear that a lot, ladies. So take this note. Your job on a first date is to get to know somebody else, not to, not to have somebody like you. It's not, that's not, I mean, ultimately, if you're showing who you are and you're getting to know them, you guys will know if it's mutual after the first date. I hope this is making sense. Stop trying to impress. Stop trying to be what that person wants or what you think they want. Um, tr stop trying to put on a show or an air or anything like that that's going to distract from who you really are. They're going to figure that out. Uh, so, uh, Laura, hey, Laura. Laura says, uh, pen pal, no thank you. Um, if you're doing I just need my glasses. I need to not fight it anymore. Uh, if you drag your feet and seem to wake, uh, make up reasons why they don't have time to meet you, move on. Um, hey, Martha. How's that magic kitty? She's got the cutest little black cat. She sends me little videos all the time. Um, so, uh, so, yes, move on. Do not spend a lot of time being somebody's uh, pen pal. Ladies, I, I'll say this again to you. The guys will all say flat out, and I'm also going to contradict this a little bit, guys, for you. If a guy is interested, ladies, he will show you. He will tell you. He will work for it. He will make the effort, okay? Every guy will agree with that. Guys, if there's a guy that doesn't agree with me on that, let me know, comment. But when I post about that, every guy agrees with that, no matter what their age is or where they are in life. Here's the catch. You guys that are agreeing with that think you're making the effort. Okay? So there's the pause. 
I want you to really think about that. Guys, if you're interested, you need to put the effort in. M many of you guys, not all, I know there's some of you, small percentage, but it's some of you that really work at it, that are really good at it, that are consistent with it. That's what girls want. We want consistency. If we, we, we've, if we don't have anybody in our life and you show up in our life, you better stay there. You better have some kind of presence in our life because that's ultimately what a relationship is about. It's not about smothering each other, but a good more, I've said this a million times. And I don't know how many more millions of times I have to say it. Guys, a good morning text, a, hey, how was your day? Touch base with them, converse with them at some point, at least once a day if you're interested. If you can't see her from a week, if you're traveling, make sure you make a point to stay in touch. I don't know why that's so hard. I see little hearts coming through. Ladies, I know you guys agree with me. I don't understand. There it is. I don't know why this is so hard, guys. It, 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 it's effort. Everybody has time for text messages. Everybody has time to shoot off a message or a hello. You don't have to make a phone call. If you knew how many ladies I know that don't want a phone call, we don't want, some of us don't want to talk on the phone. We've been talking all day. <laughs> we might not want to talk on the phone, but a text message that says, hey, I hope you're having a great day. I was just thinking about you. Boom. Ladies, by the way, you can do that too. Let me, let me not um, you know, not say that because the guys also don't want to be the ones that reach out all the time. And we've had many, many discussions about this. Guys, yes, you should lead. There is a problem with today's society of men not knowing how to lead. Period. The end. We're going to talk more about it. Um, I am going to bring on a guy so that we can really have that discussion with a, with a man that gets this, that really, really understands why you men aren't stepping up like you need to as, as leaders. Some of you guys are. I'm not talking to you. But, but many of you guys are not. And it's societal. Um, is it you know, a combination of women becoming more masculine and, um, and more assertive and aggressive. Yes, that's part of it. Part of it also is that you, you guys, I think, are getting lazy. That is just, that's, that's what I think. I think you guys are lazy because you, you can go online. You can, if you're, if you're a decent guy, you're successful, you're good looking, you can go online, you can meet women. You don't, you don't have to work for one. If one's not working for you, you just move along. And so I think you guys have gotten lazy and don't know how to court a woman anymore. And we need to talk about that. And this is something that we, we need to discuss because women still want it. And now more than ever, guys, this is super important because over the pandemic, we came out of it, and one thing we realized is you guys are more on fire for relationships than women. Ladies, I hope you heard that. Guys are more intentional about relationships than you are right now. The numbers back it up, and I've been saying it for a year and a half. They're more intentional. But guys, you're... It, You've got to learn new habits. You've got to learn new things. You've got to be coachable on this stuff. Even if you think, even if you think you are doing a really great job, you should probably get feedback um, or some kind of 
coaching or feedback of sorts to see if you really are. Ask women you know. Ask your girlfriends that you know. Um, some of you guys just know. You know, I have, um, I have a friend of mine, Steve, that comes on the show. Um, that guy's point on. I mean, he's grabbing women's bags. He stands up when they go to the bath. I mean, he takes, he does it all. Not all of you do it all, nor do you have to do it all. But if a woman's with you, she, not just in the South, most women, I know there's exceptions, guys, I've heard. Um, but 99.9% .9 of the women, if you say, ah, ah, I got the door and you open it for them, they're going to be totally more than okay with it. The reason they're opening the door and not thinking about it is because a lot of guys don't do it. I can't tell you how many times I've been lifting something heavy out of my car or, um, I, I mean... Even at Costco, I ended up having, I was, I was, I was returning a TV that I messed up, that I dropped, um, brand new 65 inch TV. <laughs> um, and, but I'm trying to get this giant TV out of my car at Costco and no guys are, nobody's even trying to help. I mean, guys just will walk past and not even try sometimes. Now, granted, there are, again, some that will, but it's, it's, it shouldn't, this should not be the way it is. Guys, you've got to get your manners back. You've got to, you've got to remember if you want to lead, if you want a woman that follows, if you want a sweet, loving, feminine woman that nurtures you and supports you, support her, right? I'm not dogging you, but I am. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so Barrett says, if you have to, okay, let me get my glasses on. I know this will be so much easier. Um, if you have to make someone do something, they're not for you, right? Um, if it's not natural, it's not going to continue anyway. Um, Martha says, we lose the connection easily if there are days between communicating. Why is that so hard? Don't, don't wait days. I mean, I know that everybody's got life. I know we're all busy. I know your people are traveling for work. They're on airplanes. Guess what? Your Wi-Fi works on an airplane. I know that's a revelation, but um, but but we can communicate, and we need to get better at communicating. Guys, if you want to know a way to a woman's heart, if you want to win her over, be there for her. Be there. Show up. Be consistent. Consistent communication turns women on lately more than anything because it's so absent. So you can set yourself apart, guys, if you're having a hard time finding good women, keeping good women, keeping them interested. You go out on one date or two dates and it fizzles. This is why it's fizzling, probably. Um, okay, so uh, hey, uh, Jock, hey, Barbara, uh, Jasmine, I love when guys walk on the street uh, side of the sidewalk. Yeah, I mean, seriously, not many men remember that anymore, but that is an old gentleman thing where they get on the street side um, of you. We, uh, we still have some Southern gentlemen here. So, um, so hey, listen, guys, I love you. I want you to win. I do. I mean, it's why I'm, it's why I'm here doing this. Um, it's why I'm here talking to you. I want you to find love. But I'm telling you, your biggest, your biggest hurdle, guys, is your inability to communicate. If you learned how to communicate, you, you start connecting with a woman. She feels your presence in her life. And she likes it. She likes having you there. And that's how it builds. So don't let a day go by if you've gone out, if you've gone out, and again, the rules. If you've gone out on a first date, this goes for ladies or gentlemen. Quit 
You don't have to ask me if it's okay to text. It's great to text. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. Please thank the person for the date, right? If you're a guy and you enjoyed the date, guys, if you enjoyed the date and you want to see her again, tell her that night. Don't leave her guessing. You don't have to ask her out. You don't have to give her a date. But say, I'd love to see you again. Would that be okay? right? Now she knows you're interested. Everybody leaves happy and excited. And that's what, that's the best part of the courting phase is, is getting to know somebody and anticipating your next meeting with them, right? Mystery there is not good. Let people know how you feel. Okay. So, uh, and you guys, of course, uh, chime in. Um, this is, this is partially yours, um, partially yours. Uh, ladies, um, here's for you. This is so important. Um, so important. Get out of your head. I know very, very few men, I do know a couple that get in their head and make up stories or infer something from something somebody said or their behavior. But ladies, you do it way too much. This is an expectation thing. You have some expectation, ladies, that you need to let go of. You need to just let a connection happen. You ha should have standards. I'm all about standards. Number one, the guy, you and the guy should have something in common as far as lifestyle values. So you know that the meat's there. And then you should have standards for he should treat you respectfully. You know, he's not going to he's not going to curse up a storm. He's um, he's not going to be looking at all kinds of other women or saying vulgar things um, or saying vulgar things to you. Um, but but you have to have standards. And I know those are the big standards. Those are like big ones, but little ones, too. But having said that, these expectations for. You poor guys, I mean, these poor guys, you expect, like, like when I said about the first date, you, you go with the guy and he, you're on a first date. He says, I want to see you again. You say, great. And then three days go by and the guy hasn't, he's talking to you, but he hasn't asked you out yet. He hasn't set a date. Okay. That's okay. Ladies, that's okay. You guys aren't exclusive, right? Everybody's got their life. You need to be patient. Give, you know, keep communicating, keep the intrigue. If he's interested enough, he'll ask you out, but stay connected and don't have an expectation because you never know what's going on in somebody's world, right? I can't tell you the amount of times I couldn't count. I mean, it's, it's in the thousands. How many times women have made up stories? Well, they'll say, oh, Jen, he's not interested. He hasn't called me. He hasn't texted me. I haven't heard from him. If he were interested, he would do this. Okay, now you're him. Now you know exactly, you know, exactly what his schedule is, exactly what he's thinking. No, we can't do that. If you want something, ladies, and you need a guy to do something, you need to tell him, but tell him nicely, you know, and the way we do that is, and this can even be done on a first date. If somebody says, you know, what are you looking for? Or, you know, why do you feel like you haven't met your person? I'm a communicator. I love a guy that communicates with me. You know, text message, something where we're in contact every day. I like a guy that makes plans so that I know and gives me something to count on that I look forward to it all week. Tell the guy what you like, ladies. Give him guidelines because men will pretty much do, if they like you, they'll do whatever you tell them to do. Well, not whatever, but most of whatever you tell them to do. So that's how you train them, but not train them. Um, but that's how you train them to, to give you what you need is by 
teaching them and talking to them about it. And then when they do something that you like, praising them, you know, oh, I, you know, then he finally asks you out. I'm so glad you did. I've been thinking about this and been excited, um, you know, about meeting you again. Saturday night sounds great. So adding just a little bit to that to, to give some positive reinforcement when a guy does something that you like, because if you applaud him, he's going to keep doing it. Am I right, Ziggy? 100%. Yeah. 100% you are correct. Yeah. And I, and guys, I know you guys can chime in as well, but, um, but you, you guys, ladies, a man just wants to know what you want. And the, the best way to do that is to teach him, not um, beat him up, not control him, um, not tell him what he did wrong, but to lovingly guide him in the right direction as to what works for you. And A and gentle nudge is gentle really nudge. all it takes sometimes. Yes. A sweet conversation, a compliment, you know, um, it's, it's not that hard to do, but we need to be better at communicating what we want and need in a loving way in a supportive way and not in a way that's demanding um, because that'll turn a man off also. Um, I've heard, you know, I've heard some women say, well, you need to do this or you didn't do that. Guys, I'm, they're, they're out the door. You know, you didn't, it's the beginning of a relationship and you're telling a man what he didn't do right or what he, you know, what, what he, what he couldn't do or can't do. He's out the door. They, they want to make us happy. When they're not making us happy, they're gone. It's much easier to leave when they barely know you. So, uh, so Jasmine says, how do you convey that early on? It's fine after you know that, but early on, it, fe it feels uh, it's like it sounds like demands. Um, hopefully, I just answered that. <laughs> um, I read your mind. Um, it's in positive reinforcement. It's in being sweet. It's women come with lists of demands nowadays, you know, to, to dates and men hate it. They don't want it. Nobody wants to meet an ex, everybody's expectations, right? They just want to be themselves and be liked for themselves. You want it too. Ladies, gentlemen, we all want it. <clears throat> if you want acceptance, try giving it, right? And try extending grace. And I think that's such a, such a big word here. Try extending grace when somebody doesn't do what you want them to do. And by saying, you know, and it's not making excuses for them, but let's just say a guy doesn't contact you ladies for a few days, and then he contacts you on a Thursday and says, what are you doing on Saturday? I'd love to see you. You know, I can already hear the ladies now going, well, I didn't hear from you all week. Now you want a two-day notice for a date or a one-day notice. The rules. You know, the rules will kill you, ladies. You take it for whatever it is. The response is great to hear from you. It's positive, right? So you, you've already told him, I love hearing from you. Great to hear from you. Um, I, I would love to see you on Saturday. Just let me check my schedule and make sure, you know, that I'm free. That's fine if you can't answer right away or you don't want to answer right away. But respond. Don't play games. Appreciate. Extend grace. If he didn't do it right the first time, if he didn't do it right the second time, Start telling him what you want and what you need. It goes a really long way for him to be able to do it in the future. Uh, Barbara says, I'm just going to do it. Uh, I get into my head because I found my person, but years later it was lost. I found my person, but years later it was lost, probably because I'm not completely healed. Um, 
Yeah, you know, thank you, Barbara, because that brings up a really, really important point. You all need to heal before you get back in relationships. Nobody's ever going to be 100% healed. I get it. You're not ever going to be 100%, but you need to be 90%. And here's the thing. Everyone pay attention to your triggers, right? Your triggers aren't there because they're red flags. The triggers aren't there. Triggers are yours. They're not somebody else's. And we tend to call them red flags. When we're triggered by something, they become red flags with somebody else. Why is that? Well, they did this and it reminded me of my ex. How many of you say that? You do it all the time because I hear it all the time. Um, you know, I, uh, I was talking to, uh, to someone about a date they went on, and, and, I, and she actually said to me, well, it's the little things. I just, it's the little things that I notice that trigger me, or not, she didn't say trigger, that, that bother me. It's the, the little things that, that drive me nuts. They're driving you nuts because they're triggers. They're the little things, and that's, that's where I halted her. I said, you, it's big things. We don't, we don't write people off for little things. There's going to be lots of little things you maybe don't like. There's going to be a lots of little things that might trigger you or, re, or remind you of something. But number one, if it reminds you of something and it's a trigger, it gives you an opportunity to heal, right? Some of the easiest relationships that don't trigger us at all have no growth opportunities in them, zero. So don't be afraid of a relationship or a person that triggers you because, yes, this may trigger you because your ex did it or this happened to you before or they dis, you know, your ex disappeared for days at a time because they were seeing someone else. Doesn't mean that this person in your life disappears for days at a time because they're seeing someone else. They could just be a really crappy communicator. And a lot of times they are. Um, so, uh, so having said that, I really, really feel like you know we need to we need to be on that the same page about all of that. Uh, Melissa says, "What if he vanishes for several weeks?" <laughs> well, well, well. Um, he vanishes for several weeks, reemerges with zero explanation or apology. I find it so unattractive. I was and am warm and responsive, and I do not need or expect to hear from him every day. But it seems flaky. I'm not going to do the man's job pursuing. And you shouldn't, Melissa. Uh, number one, that's flaky, right? If guy disappears, comes back, you have a choice to make, right? He's showing you his pattern or she, it doesn't matter. They're showing you a pattern. You're either going to accept it or not accept it. You have a choice, right? Don't get desperate and accept something that doesn't work for you and then get in resentment because it happens again. People show you who they are if you watch and listen, right? So if you see a pattern like that, just don't respond. You don't have to. You know, there's no reason if a guy ghosted you and disappeared for weeks, you don't have to extend grace there. You know, I'm all about extending grace, but you don't have to extend grace there. Um, but but it is important that you know it is important that we have realistic expectations of people, um, and we don't call somebody else out for red flags when there are triggers. This is super super important. If you're if you're getting triggered, you've gotten back in the dating scene and you're getting triggered. And something reminds you of your ex, and that's how you know, oop, that reminds me of them. If that's where your head goes, you're not healed. Simple as that. If I mean, 
Yes, somebody could remind you of your ex, but if it reminds you of your ex and gives you that in feeling, you're not healed. You've got healing to do. So, so back up. Don't get into don't get into any relationships unhealed because here's the crazy part. Do you know how many people have ruined it with great people because they weren't ready? Timing was off. They weren't ready. They weren't healed. And they screw something amazing up and we'll never get another chance with that person. So don't get into it with somebody great and mess it up by being crazy. Um, okay. So Melissa says, you're so right. Uh, thank you for your response and perspective. Mm. Well, it is, a, it is a man's job to pursue Melissa, and ladies, let a man pursue, you know, allow him to. If he is unresponsive, is, if he disappears, even if it's for a few days, it's okay. It's okay, ladies, to reach out. Like, if you know he has something going on, right? You know he's got friends in town or he's out of town doing something. It's okay to reach out. You know he's busy and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Hope you're having fun on vacation or whatever, you know, is happening. They're at a, a business trip. Hope everything's going well. Just wanted to say hi. I was thinking about you. That's fine, ladies, to initiate conversation. And guess what? Men will tell you that they love it. They love it. They want to hear from you because just as we want to feel validated and wanted and loved and desired, so do men. I know. It's crazy. Um, but men do too. So ladies, please... If you feel a certain way, it's okay to tell a man how you feel. It's okay if you had a really great time or you feel an attraction. It's okay to tell him. Just do it in a classy way and um, have no expectations about what comes from it. You're, do it. you're saying it because you mean it and for no other reason. Um, but if they're not communicating, do not wait around for them. Do not... Um, if it's too long, if it's over a couple, two, three days, and they're not communicating at all, if they do reach out, you know, after a few days, even a week, it's new relationship, they reach out, they're still interested, they're still engaged, they still want to take you out, say yes, but also allow it to be an opportunity on that next visit for you to tell them, I thought you weren't interested, you know, I... I love when a man communicates with me. You know, I, I'm used to having guys that, you know, text me every day. And I love that. To be honest, I really, really love that. So when you, when I didn't hear from you, I assumed you weren't interested, you know, and it's even okay to joke, like, don't do that again. You know, it's okay to have fun with it. If you are doing it for the right reasons, you're not putting pressure on a man. You're just telling him how you feel and what you want. And and a good man will respond to that appropriately. So he'll take that appropriately. Uh, so Julie says, we teach people how to treat us um, and what we allow will continue. And that is so true. And it's right from the beginning, right from the beginning. So don't think that if they've gone missing for three days, they've gone dark for three days, that they're not interested. Um I'm just checking time, that they're not interested. If they are, if they've gone dark, they could be busy. They could be preoccupied. They could be losing interest. That's why the connection is so important, guys and girls. That's why the connection is so important. Um, so stay in touch, whether you're a lady or a man, stay in touch. That makes it a lot easier. Um, 
So ladies out of your head, find ways to connect, um, manage your expectations. I, I said this a few minutes ago, and I just want to say it one more time, just so we're really, really clear. The hardest part of my job as a matchmaker is managing people's expectations and helping you manage your expectations. And I think it, it often that's the reason why we don't end up in relationships and we aren't successful is we're not managing our expectations. Um, and ladies, I know all of you, there's not one of you that's sitting there that hasn't said, I've questioned what I should do when a man doesn't you know, contact you or a man goes dark or he's not asking you out, he's staying in contact or he met you online and he's not asking you out. I know all of us have that question. If a guy is leaving you in the dark, you know, you've got a decision to make. You really do. Um, but, but manage the expectation. Don't just dump him because he's not doing a good job. He may need to learn how to do a better job. It's okay if you, you know, throw him a few hints. You know, it's okay even, you know, if the guy's texting you, for you to even joke with him, like, it's okay for you to ask me out. I'd, I'd say yes. You know, it's... It's okay to to be fun and 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 you know and ex fun about it. Would not have to be so serious about it, right? So, uh, managing your expectation. Uh, so, uh, uh, one of the big things I, I'm hearing lately. So, you talk about hot topics. Um, I'm not sure why I'm hearing this all the time, but men are sick of gold diggers. So ladies, stop asking a guy what he does. Stop judging what it means for him to be successful. If a man has a decent job, he has a decent life, he can manage himself financially, he's not $8 million in debt, you know, if, if he's responsible, he's responsible, he's got a good, a good job, he's got a good track record with his job, he's been, I mean, what more do you want, ladies? I mean, you should be able to take care of yourself. It's not a man's job to take care of you that way. It's a man's job to take care of you emotionally, you know, spiritually, physically, but not financially. And men are men are done with that. I just I'm hearing that complaint a lot. So uh, so ladies, if you need a man to take care of you financially, then I'd say you probably need to go get a better job that pays more because um, men want women now. Men are smarter. Men are more discerning. Men are coming into the game wanting a woman who contributes, who has something to contribute, that she's not just taking from him. And it's not about a woman supporting a man financially. It's not about that at all. It's just about the fact that most good men, healthy men, want a woman who's got a healthy balance. And if she, ladies, if you are completely financially dependent on a man, completely emotionally dependent on a man because you have no self-esteem, anytime you're completely dependent on a man for something or vice versa, you've thrown the balance off. It's no longer healthy or good. And nobody wants that pressure of having to do that either. So the good men want you to show up, ladies, with your own stuff, 
right? And ladies, it's great if you've gotten a divorce or something happened, you've retired, you had, you sold your business, um, you don't have to work, be involved in something because guys don't want that either. They don't want a multimillionaire woman that has nothing going for them. And this guy has to show up and be their entire world, right? Do something, be engaging, have some kind of life outside of him, be passionate about something, be passionately, actively engaged in that something so he doesn't have to entertain you 24-7, right? Um, I, can I tell a yeah. story real quick that, yeah. that, it, that involves this? So this is one of the most uh, – I will, I will preface this. This is easily the most off-putting date I've ever went on. Uh, I went to dinner with a young lady once. Uh, and uh, we both had pretty good jobs. Uh, at the time, I was the director of a company. Uh, while And she knew this. While we were at dinner, she got on her phone and started looking for city jobs for me to apply to. Oh, my God. Yes. Wait, was this a first date? This I think this was our second date. Holy cow. Can you believe that, Jen? I... Actually, I can believe that, Ziggy. I can. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a woman who's got her life. Talk about expectation. You know, um, Melissa said, what's the line between managing what's one's expectation and settling? But there's an expectation. She knew exactly what she wanted. She was just looking for a man to plug into that role. You're going to do this. You're going to have this job. You're going to be in this location. Um, I hope you ran fast, Ziggy. I hope oh, you yeah. Ran no, that was so the last date that we yeah, had. The very last date. Always will be. See, that's how you lose a man. Um, so, uh, so uh, let's see. The mar uh, Managing expectations and settling. Um, Melissa, the answer is standards versus expectations, right? Standards versus expectation. Expectations, how do you know if it's an expectation? It's usually preceded by a should. He should do this. He should have done that, right? That's an expectation where, um, where when we have a standard, it's, it's that he's, he, a standard would be that he's a consistent communicator, right? Um, a, a standard would be that he, um, he takes the lead and, and, and shows me that he's interested. But you can't put an expectation on how he shows you, right? Because every one of us are different. I mean, just because for you it might be a certain, you know, a certain way that you like to be courted, but for every woman it's going to be completely different, right? So guys can't possibly read your mind. They're just going, they're going in trying to feel you out and get cues from you. So just remember that they want to learn from you, don't you guys? Say yes. They want to learn from you, but but you've got to teach them. So that's super, super important. Uh, managing expectations. Um, uh, I already talked about meeting up faster um, when you uh, make sure that you meet people quickly if you're meeting them online. Um, so guys, ask a woman out. Take the lead. This is the biggest, this is where most of relationships fall apart these days is that, and I could say it has stuff to do with expectations with women because ladies, you do need to, you do need to let go of the expectations, hold a standard, don't expect a guy to be perfect, but guys, you have got to be more consistent. You've got to, you've got to learn how to make plans. You've got to learn how to set a date. You've got to learn how 
to, to keep a woman interested and engaged. If you're not going to do it, there's another man that will, right? So you're going to lose, especially a good woman. If she's a good woman, she's a nice woman, she's a good-looking woman, she's a successful woman, you're not going to win by being half-assed. I'm sorry. It's not going to work. She's not going to take it. She's got higher standards for herself. See, I said standards, not expectations. So, so you know, you guys, that's, that's how you show up consistently from the beginning of the first meeting, whether it be online or where, wherever it is that you meet, from the first meeting all the way to, you know, death, you know, once you're married in death. Now, here's something else that's important. There's this gap. There's this small little uncertain area when people meet, whether it's through me, whether it's online, whatever. Um, there's that gap between when you get to, you get to meet somebody. I, as a matchmaker, have taken that away. People don't get to talk now before they meet. So they go on a date. They know very little about each other. They get to learn on the first date. Um, whereas you guys might be contacted online. The guy asks you out for Friday night, and it's Monday. If a guy's good, he's asked you out in advance. It's Monday. Now we've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Guys, don't wait until Thursday to contact her about your date on Friday. Is it acceptable? Sure it is. But by then, she already thinks you're not interested. She already thinks you're lame because you haven't been in touch. She already thinks you're not excited to meet her. She's already lost interest in you because you didn't stay engaged. It's okay. I get it. And ladies, this is important. Don't expect him to, you know, be sending you flowers and, and romantic messages and texting you all day. He hasn't met you yet. Be realistic, right? But guys... Girls, a little communication in that week or so before you guys meet is so important. It's where, it, talk about hot, it's where you guys are losing each other. So, um, so um, make sure that you, um, make sure that you keep in touch. Okay, so I want to say this because I know I've heard a lot of people talking about and even started off this show, how do I meet people? Um, I know some of you are online dating. I'm sorry. I know it sucks. Um, but if that's the only way because you're not available to go out or you are physically, um, you know, handicapped in some way that you can't get out of your house, then that is exactly how you should meet somebody. But if you have two legs and they work, you need to be out. You need to be out having dinner. You need to be out mingling. You need to be out in the park, at the dog park. I mean, I'm sitting in front of this place at Grandscape, and it's like a, it's, it's got like a courtyard and all these restaurants and coffee shops and dessert places and, um, and everything around here. Get out. Come have a cup of coffee. Sit with a friend. The weather's getting nice. Get out and meet people face-to-face. -face. Nothing is going to ensure a connection more than seeing and meeting somebody, feeling their energy, talking to them, um, seeing them physically. Um, so important. Get out and meet people. Um, I am thinking about throwing a mixer. Um, coming up here probably... April. Um, so we'll do a, we'll do a mixer for you guys now that all this junk's heading out. Um, so we'll do a mixer and get you some of you single people together. I really, really love when you can authentically meet each other. It's awesome. Um, but you need to get out and stop hiding behind the screen. Um, and the other thing is, 
If you guys are not in my database, I have an online database. I'm a matchmaker. I have great clients, guys, girls, everything. If you're not in my database, get in it. What are you waiting for? Lovegen.com, L-O-V-E-J-E-N-N.com. Get in my database. Let me see if you're a match for one of my clients. I have I have the most amazing people. I, I, I Some of you I have to actually ask, like, are you in my database? People I've known for years, why aren't you in my database, people? So it, wherever you are, get in my database. Um, you get you join, you fill out a questionnaire. There's some initial questions, very simple. Um, takes 15 minutes max, probably. Upload a picture or two, and you're good to go. You're Now you're setting yourself up in a place where there's good quality people and you have great potential. But don't complain about not meeting the right people or having a good place to go to meet them when you're not even trying, when you're when you know me, right? This is what I want for all of you. This is why I do this podcast. Um, it's why I do a post on Facebook every day um, because I want you guys to win. I want you to find love. Um, not everybody's going to be a client of mine, but but even if you're not a client, let me help. Let me help you. So um, so get in my database. Uh, so anyway, I, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and close. It's been an awesome time with you guys. Uh, I'm ready to, to stop talking. <laughs> 55 minutes of my mouth running is quite enough. So, uh, so um, thank you all for being here. I'm going to be back in two weeks. We'll probably go back to weekly here as I start to catch up. I miss seeing you guys. I miss... I miss, um, you know, connecting with you guys every week, but uh, I'll be back in two weeks, uh, two Fridays from now. So uh, you guys have a great weekend. Happy Friday. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Stiers.